Hello, dear friends. I pray you are not hung over from Christmas. I pray you had a blessed and fulfilling Christmas because you as a Christian, if you're a Christian listening to this midweek, let's talk about Jesus Bible study. I pray that you had a glorious Christmas, a fulfilling Christmas because you do indeed know the real reason for the season. And that, of course, is Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Now, we're preparing to go into a brand new year. And so I want to bring you a teaching today on three essentials to victory in the end times. This is for Christians, but this is also if you don't know Jesus as your Savior. I want you to know that God can and will save you seal you with the Holy Spirit, mark you as His own, and keep you safe from the wrath to come. So don't don't uh, disqualify yourself from these Bible teachings. Uh, but if you're a Christian today, living in the end time, the Bible said perilous times will come. That means dangerous times, and it connotates uh, in the in the the text and the context of it. It connotates the reducing of the strength, the very strength we need to overcome the enemy and overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil, the three great enemies that we face as Christians all the time, every single day, but especially important that we have strength to overcome in the end times. So I want to talk to you about three essentials to victory in the end times. They're very practical but they're very precise, and they are absolutely imperative if we're going to walk in victory in these days when the falling away is beginning to occur, in the beginning of sorrows, in these dangerous, deceptive times that we are living. We need to know what we should be doing and how we should be reacting and what God wants us to know and what God wants to do in and through us in spite of the ever-darkening days that lie ahead. All right. If you have all of that digested, thank you for coming. Thank you for tuning in to Let's Talk About Jesus. We're going to take our text in context out of Romans 13. 11 through 14. Romans 13, 11 through 14. On the subject, three essentials to victory in the end times. It says, and knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly, as in the day, not in rioting, drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh, to fulfill it in the lust thereof. Number one. We need to wake up according to this scripture. Romans thirteen eleven and knowing the time. I want to stop right here for just a little bit. And knowing the time. The scriptures tell us there's a reason for coming to church. It's not about buildings. It's not about budgets. 
It's not about bucks that we need to run God's. All of those things have a place. But the real reason for assembling together is not a number count. It's not meeting budgets. It's not building programs. The real reason for assembling together, according to the word of God, forsake not the assembling of yourself together as the manner of some is, but much more as you see the day approaching. You see, knowing the time. The scriptures go on to say in other portions that we are not children of the darkness, that that day, that coming day of the Lord, the tribulation and the coming of Jesus Christ prior to that, we're not like others. We're not like we do, we're not like others that don't have this knowledge, that don't have this understanding of the times. We're not the children of darkness that that day would come upon us unaware, but we're the children of light, of revelation and realization. We, we should know where we are living prophetically and we should adjust our values to the times that we are living, not to match the values of the world about us. In fact, we should be traveling light. <laughs> we used to sing the great song of old, I'm getting ready to leave this world. I'm getting ready for the gates of pearl, <laughs> keeping my records bright, watching both day and night. I'm getting ready to leave this world. Well, my pastor way back then, amen, when, when I became a full-blown Christian and, and dedicated my life to Jesus, he said, you know, if you're going to sing this accurately, you better, when Jesus comes, you better not be getting ready. There won't be time to get ready. We started singing it. I am ready to leave this world. I am ready for the gates of pearl. Praise God. Be ye also ready, Jesus said, for in an hour you think not, the Son of Man cometh. Praise God. Listen, knowing the time, I don't believe there's any Christian in this audience that doesn't appreciate the fact that we're living in the end times, that time is running out, that time is short, and we need to respond to that by adjusting our priorities and living our life in the light the revelation, the realization of the soon coming of Jesus, of the quickly approaching day of the Lord, the tribulation, the day of Jacob's trouble. <laughs> Listen, and knowing the time, that it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Listen, every time a revival, a true Holy Ghost, God-sent, devil-chasing revival, where God's people repent of what is wrong and, and begin to do what is right, <laughs> people begin to come to Jesus and run to Him for salvation, for security, for safety from the wrath to come. Dear friend of mine, every time that occurs, God moves supernaturally, and it's called a spiritual awakening. A true revival is a spiritual awakening and acute awareness of our need for Jesus. We see things 
that we were blinded to, many times distracted and, and, and blinded to, to realities that are, are spiritually true. Friend of mine, knowing the time, knowing the time, knowing the time that it's high time to wake up, wake Awake to righteousness and sin not, the Old Testament writer says. Amen. For now is our salvation, our final deliverance, nearer than when we believed. Praise God. I want to read it from the Amplified. I'm already excited about the coming of the Lord and about the spiritual awakening that God wants to send us if we will allow Him and I believe this message today is part of his wake-up call to someone in this audience somewhere in the world. Might, might be right here in Florida. Might be right here in the United States or North America. It might be in Asia. It might be in Africa or even the Arctic. Wherever some Christian is listening to this broadcast and the wake-up call is coming loud and clear because you're becoming highly acutely aware of the times that we are living. We're living in the last of the last days in the end times. Listen, in the Amplified it says, Beside this, you know what a critical hour this is. How it is high time for you to wake up out of your sleep, roused to reality. For salvation, final deliverance is nearer to us now than when we first believed, adhered to, trusted in, and relied on Christ the Messiah. In light of the fact that the coming of the Lord is near, we need a spiritual awakening. Can I get an amen from this audience? We need to be roused from slumber. We read that very clearly. In Ephesians five fourteen through 18, listen to it. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest. He saith, God says it, Christ says it to us. This is not just some preacher trying to, to use fear to, to shake us into awareness. No, this is God through the Spirit and through the Word and through me right now saying, Awake thou that sleepest. And arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that you walk circumspectfully. You know what that means? Circumspect, watchful on all sides. Not as fools, but as wise. Redeeming the time. Buying up the time. Using the time wisely and effectively. Because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. This is discernment, and it's crucial to our victory. And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be ye filled with the Spirit. Praise God. Amen. Listen, friend of mine. Jesus said it this way in relation to what I've just read to you. He said, Beware lest thine heart be overcharged with surfeiting, drunkenness, and the cares of this life, that they come upon you as a thief. For as a snare, a trap, it shall come upon all the inhabitants of the earth. Goes on to teach, When they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction 
cometh upon them like a woman with child. Listen, as a Christian today, you need to be hearing a message that is a wake-up call from God. Amen. Because this is a time that we are living in that demands that we be not as those who are in darkness, but we're the children of light. We should be people in the know. Forsake not the assembling of yourself together as the manner of some is, but more so even as you see the day approaching. Wake up. Redeem the time. The days are evil. Number two, we need to wake up and we need to clean up. Look at verse 12 and 13 of our original text in Romans 13. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting, drunkenness, chambering, wantonness, as Jesus put it, surfeiting, drunkenness, even the cares of this life. Some of these things we have to do. There are certain responsibilities, but there is a whole lot of junk that we can get into our life that impedes our running the race with endurance, with perseverance that is set before us. Everything is not a sin, but there, well, the Apostle Paul put it this way, all things are lawful for me because of the grace of God, the goodness of God, the cleansing power of the blood of Christ, but all things are not expedient for me. So he says, if we're going to run this race effectively, if we're going to have victory in these end times, as in all times, but especially the end times, we're to lay aside every every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us so that we can run with perseverance the race that is set before us. Listen. Let me read that again. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting, drunkenness, not in chambering, and wantonness, not in strife and envy in. Let us live, the Amplified says, and conduct ourselves honorably and becomingly as in the open light of day, not in reveling, carousing, and drunkenness, not in immorality and debauchery, sensuality and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy. I've I've quoted this many times. It's a true story. A child asked his dad what a Christian is because they were having some kind of Christian gathering or Christian celebration. And, and so the father, who had been raised as a Christian and fallen away from his, his roots of Christianity, but he knew the, he knew what a Christian was supposed to be. He saw it in his, in his family. So he patiently tried to explain it to him. When he had finished, the child asked, have we ever seen one? Dear friend of mine, we shouldn't be able to be so blended with the world and blend in with the culture that people can't tell that we are followers of Jesus Christ. 
in the authentic Christian life, we hold Jesus precious. And the kingdom of God is our highest goal. I'd like an amen. I'm going to, I'm going to state that to you again in the authentic Christian life, not the phony baloney, you know, name only Christian, but the indeed and in word and in attitude and in priorities in the authentic Christian life. We hold Jesus as precious and the kingdom of God as our highest goal. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to read Luke chapter 21, 34 through 36. I'm going to, for time's sake, just read it from the Amplified. Listen to what it says. Jesus speaking, but take heed to yourselves and be on your guard, yet lest your hearts be overburdened and depressed, weighed down with the giddiness and headache and nausea of self-indulgence, drunkenness, and worldly worries and cares pertaining to the business of this life. And lest that day come upon you suddenly like a trap or a noose, for it will come upon all them that live on the face of the end entire earth. Keep awake and watch at all times. Be discreet, attentive, and ready, praying that you may have the full strength and ability and be accounted worthy to escape all these things taken together that will take place and to stand in the presence of the Son of Man. Keep awake. And watch at all times. Wake up. This is a wake-up call. I feel the anointing here in this little office where this broadcast is being made today. I feel the authority of the, of, 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 of the scripture, the integrity of the scripture. Amen. I feel the presence of the Lord here today. I feel the Holy Spirit. Do you? Is He speaking to you today? I can't wake you up with, with even the Word of God unless the Holy Spirit is able to take it from your head and put it right in your heart today. Listen, we all know the times that we are living. This has to be. This must be. This is, in fact, the end times, the last of the last days, and knowing the time, knowing the time. Peter put it this way in the epistle. He said, seeing that these things shall shortly be dissolved, the heavens as we know it being shaken and changed, the earth being changed, the elements being on fire, knowing the tribulation is coming, the purification is coming, Jesus is coming. What manner of men and women ought you to be in the light of the knowledge that we have are you going to a church that's just trying to to just fill the emptiness of your life and, and and keep you in the darkness are you going to a church that just wants to entertain you with with programs so many programs something to to get you stimulated just to show up and then go right out and live for all practical purposes, with the same values as a culture, and oh, maybe we're there's a few things we don't do that they do, but basically, essentially, surfeiting 
drunkenness. And I'm not just talking about alcoholism here or drug abuse. I'm talking about being drunk with the cares of this life, being so numbed to the reality of the soon coming of Jesus that we're willing and ready to lay aside every sin, every weight, these encumbrances to run in with perseverance the race that is set before us, dear friend of mine, and the sin that does so easily beset us from it. Praise God, this pet sin, the one that we don't want to deal with because we enjoy it, fulfilling the lust of the flesh instead of crucifying the flesh in order to follow Jesus. There's an imperative to discipleship as well. Jesus said, if any man would be my disciple, you just can't join the church, be baptized in water, and and come back every Sunday for all of the programs and the entertainment to fit it neatly into our the busyness of our life. Uh, you know, some people, five minutes to 12, start looking at their watch. They want to make sure that nothing happens in the service to, to encroach on our time because we work hard and we deserve a break today and we're not going to spend it seeking God or hearing God speak to us. We want to get it. We want to be highly entertained. We want everything to function according to the order that's already predetermined and set. In other words, we want to stay in spiritual slumber instead of letting God give us the wake-up call that we so desperately, desperately need. We need a spiritual awakening. We need a revival. We need more than just a religious system that gives us a false security. We need a spiritual awakening. And we need it right here, right now, in the end times, just prior to the coming of Jesus. Listen, we're not like others. We're not like those who are children of the darkness. We're children of the light, and we are to put on the armor of light. What is that? The Bible says we're to put on Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill it in the lust thereof. Oh, dear friend of mine, is God speaking to you today? God is stirring my heart, stirring my soul. I'm crying out for a mighty revival. Brother Vimble, you're just preaching a sermon. I thought that you were going to teach. Well, I'm teaching. Did you hear the word of the Lord? But I'm a pastor evangelist, and that part of me that wants to see souls saved and wants to see a church that is roused to wake up and stand up, <laughs> stand up, stand up for Jesus, you soldiers of the cross. In order to follow Christ in any day and especially in this day, deny yourself. Don't let your flesh rule you. Deny yourself. Take up your cross. Crucify the flesh and the lust thereof. Put on the armor of light in this sin-darkened world and follow Jesus, who is the light. Hallelujah. Walk in the light as he is in the light. And the blood of Jesus will cleanse you from all unrighteousness and iniquity. The blood still has a work to do 
in our behalf, not only to save us, but to keep us in these end times. Praise God. Amen. And they overcame him, the devil, the tempter, and the accuser, by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony. They loved not their life. This is the dedication and devotion. They loved not their life, even unto the death. Praise God. Rome, Revelation chapter 12. Dear friend of mine, Jesus is coming very, very soon. But until he comes, we're to occupy. And he, he said these words. He said, when I return to earth, specifically, the words of Christ, shall I find faith. Is, is it someone believing God for a mansion to drive a, a, a luxury motor vehicle to obtain wealth and opulence? Is that, is that the use of faith he's talking about to believe God for everything our flesh could possibly desire? The word is pistis. It's not the, the word that would be used or the use of faith to get things from God, but to keep the faith and be faithful to God. It's about fidelity. It's about keeping the faith. Shall I find people on earth, a true church? As Paul put it this way, I've espoused you by the preaching of my gospel to one husband that I may present you to Christ, that you may be presented to Christ, a chaste virgin. Praise God. Amen. God cleanses us as if we had never sinned. And he wants us to walk in a light. I'm not talking about sinless perfection. I'm talking about not giving place to the devil, not letting the flesh have its way any longer, but crucifying. That's what taking up your cross, your cross. It's not just the persecution that comes in the world of rejecting us and opposing us and mislabeling us as bigots and, and hateful people because we don't espouse the same values of the world. And we will not acquiesce that it's okay to commit the sins that we're seeing, that God said will bring judgment as sure as the Bible is true and Jesus is coming. Friend of mine, this is a wake-up call from God. Don't hit the snooze button. There's no snooze button on this clock. There's no, no way God is going to allow us to go back to sleep and slumber. Why? Because the night is far spent. and The day is at hand. Hallelujah. Let's wake up and let's get up. And let's stand up and stand true and stand firm. Put on the whole armor of God, which is the armor of light, which is none other than Jesus Christ, His righteousness, the salvation that He has bought for us and brought to us. Praise God. Amen. The faith that the life we now live, we live by the faith of the Son of God. Amen. That loved us and gave himself for us. Amen. The peace that the Prince of Peace brings us when he makes peace with God. 
when we receive Him as our Savior, we're reconciled. Praise God, the mighty sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. Jesus is the Word made flesh. When we put on the whole armor of God, we put on Jesus Christ. When we put on Jesus Christ, we put on the armor of light. (laughs) Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you, every time light and darkness gets in a fight, light always, always prevails. The darkness is dissipated by the light. And the light shines in the deepest of darkness and and decimates it. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. Listen, friend. Jesus is coming soon. The tribulation, you can see every, every, all of the set pieces, if it were a play about to begin, being put in place. The orchestra is tuning up. The curtain is getting ready to go up. The question is, are you ready for the coming of Christ? Will you be taken? Will you be left to go through the tribulation? This is no time to have a a little sermonette for Christianettes that live in spiritual bassinets. I'm not I'm not trying to be trite or, or to treat this with any with levity. I'm telling you, we need to wake up. We need to clean up and we need to grow up. I don't have time to go into that because it's the most lengthy teaching and the one of the most crucial elements because spiritual children are not prepared to withstand the conditions of the last day when many false prophets will go out into the land and deceive many. And because iniquity will abound, the love of many will wax cold. That day shall not come except there come a falling away first. And that man of sin, the son of perdition, be revealed. The end is not yet when certain conditions happen marking the soon coming end of all things. But he, Jesus said these are the beginning of sorrows. The literal Word in the Greek is birth pangs. The closer they get together, the closer unto the birth. And the closer all of these end time signs get together and events come together, it indicates everything is going to be fulfilled in a very short space of time. Better get to the hospital. Better get into a room. Better get ready for a birth. When the birth pangs get closer, closer, and closer. Oh friend, wake up to righteousness. Wake up to the wake up call of God today. Let's be part of a great revival, a great spiritual awakening in the last of the last days, in the midst of the darkness of these days and the dangers of this day. Let's rise up, O men of God. And be done with earthly things. Praise God. If you don't know Jesus today as your Lord and your personal Savior, there'll be no better time. No better time than right now. If you stayed tuned to this point, I am convinced that God is speaking to your heart. No, no, you may have been raised in a Christian home and 
You drifted away. You've been raised in church, but you drifted away. You may be a full-blown Christian that one time was faithful to God, but you drifted away. Wake up. Wake up. God is calling you to Himself for safety, for security. He's calling you to Himself that your light that is under a bushel that could show others the way of salvation, that you lift it high as you lift Jesus high and you live for Him in these last days. Listen, if you don't know Christ as your Savior, There'll be no better time than now. This is the day of salvation. This is the accepted time. Don't run deeper into the darkness. Come to the light. Come to the love. Come and be saved. Come to Christ and be sealed, marked as His very own. Come to Jesus Be made right with God, reconciled to God, and be safe from the day of the Lord, from the great tribulation, from the wrath to come. Oh, friend, that's real peace. That's real joy. That's real security. In Jesus' name.